This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, August 30th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's state of lines. Drier than normal weather for upper Midwest this fall. FDA cautions on adulterated crops ahead of tropical storm and China's pork production seen declining next year. Drier than normal weather for the upper Midwest this fall. Dry weather and above normal temperatures are expected across the upper Midwest between September and November. That according to the National Weather Service. It does look like it should be a relatively warm fall, but there is no real indicator for the eastern corn belt which way is going to go. That according to USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey speaking with AgriPulse. However, Rippey said early autumn looks to be wetter for the upper Midwest. That would be welcome, but if the rain comes too much too quickly this fall, we'll get the drought relief, but it could hamper harvest activities, he said. FDA issues caution on adulterated crops ahead of tropical storm. As tropical storm Ida makes landfall, the Food and Drug Administration is reminding Gulf Coast and Southeast farmers who produce crops for food on how to identify adulteration. The FDA reminds harvesters that generally if the edible portion of a crop is exposed to contaminated floodwaters, it is considered adulterated under the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, the agency said at a release. FDA noted underground crops like peanuts and potatoes are included. If the edible portion is not affected, the FDA said producers should still examine the crop for safe human consumption if it's been damaged by floodwaters. China's pork production seen declining next year. After a national effort to rebuild and modernize its swan sector, China's pork production is expected to decrease next year as imports increase. That according to a new analysis from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The FAS report out of Beijing office uh, predicts China's hog production will drop off by 5% in 2022. Low prices and disease outbreaks in 21 led to significant slaughter and delayed restocking, says the FAS Bureau in China. Pork production in 2022 will decline by 14% as fewer hogs come to market and government policies designed to limit price fluctuations inadvertently undermine expansion. And that may be good for U.S. producers that depend heavily on trade. The FAS office also predicting that China's pork imports will increase to 5.1 million metric tons as consumer demand for pork exceeds domestic production. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. United Fresh PMA announced officers of new organization. 
The new association that's being formed from the merger of the United Fresh Produce Association and the Produce Marketing Association has announced leaders for the group, which will launch at the start of 2022. Bruce Taylor, CEO of Taylor Farms in Salinas, California, and a past chair of the PMA will serve as the first chair. The executive committee will also include the current PMA chair, Dwight Ferguson, president and CEO of the California Agriculture Leadership Foundation, and the current board chairman of United Fresh. Danny Dumas, president of Canadian Fruit and Vegetable Company, Kushane LaRoche. Laura Hines, senior merchandising director at Walmart, is the chair-elect. And Patrick Vizone, the head of Food, Beverage, and Agribusiness International and head of Hong Kong Coverage for ANZ Banking Group, will serve as the committee secretary-treasurer. Martha Hilton, vice president of produce and floral merchandising for Wegmans Food Markets, will serve as the United Fresh Start Foundation's chair and member of the executive committee. Public comment period on $500 million USDA meatpacking investment closes today. Well, today's the last day to provide comments on USDA's request for input on spending $500 million in Build Back Better funds to expand meat processing capacity and increase competition in meat and poultry processing. The agency put out a request for information on the subject after Secretary Vilsack announced the USDA's investment in early July. Since then, 225 comments have been submitted offering suggestions ranging from investing in more processor education to grant programs for processors with less than 200 employees to modifying existing grant programs to better fit small processors. According to the USDA release, the funds will be put toward supporting new meat and processing facilities and will take from the the form of grants, loans, and technical assistance. China's new crop soy purchases continue at a strong pace. Chinese commitments to buy new crop soybeans from the U.S. for 21-22 delivery continue strong in the final days of the old crop marketing year, according to USDA data. The latest weekly data out of the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service shows export sales of over 934,000 metric tons of new crop U.S. soybeans to Chinese buyers during the week of August 13 to 19. Furthermore, subsequent daily sales announcements show China purchased 132,000 tons on August 24th, 133,000 tons on August 26th, and 129,000 tons on August 27th. Fiscal exports of 2020-21 soybeans to China in the week of August 13 to 19 were over 71,000 tons, and shipments of wheat and corn to Chinese buyers more substantial. U.S. shipped 340,800 tons of 2020-21 corn to China in the same seven-day period. As for wheat, currently in its 21-22 marketing year, the U.S. shipped over 169,000 tons. Sugar growers sue over Everglades Reservoir Project. Florida sugar growers are suing the Army Corps of Engineers over construction of a reservoir designed to help restore the Everglades, claiming their water supply will be reduced. The Sugar Cane Growers Cooperative Florida 
U.S. Sugar, and Florida Crystals have filed separate complaints in federal court in Florida, arguing that the Corps did not keep a promise to ensure that their water supply would remain steady. Their complaints allege violations of the National Environmental Policy Act and the Water Resources Development Act and approval of the Everglades Agriculture Area Reservoir Project. Vilsack lauds record forecast for U.S. ag exports in FY22. USDA is forecasting record-breaking U.S. ag exports, which Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack is chalking up to increasing international trade opportunities and American farmers' ability to take advantage of those markets. In fiscal 2022, USDA's Economic Research Service is predicting the U.S. will export $177.5 billion worth of farm commodities. Simply put, agricultural trade is all about opportunities for our agriculture producers, our rural communities, and the American economy as a whole, as well as for the global consumers who value quality, cost-competitive U.S. farm and food products, Vilsack said in a statement Friday. Meanwhile, the U.S. ag sector and lawmakers continue to pressure the Biden administration to negotiate new free trade agreements and nominate a chief agriculture negotiator for the Office of U.S. Trade Representative. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, August 30th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.